Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host, Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and two things up for review this week. First up, it's the third Magic Mike films. Yes, we are on number three, and it's called Magic Mike's Last Dance. And then there's the first half of the fourth season of You on Netflix. First up is Magic Mike's Last Dance, and I will fully acknowledge I have been a fan of this franchise from the beginning, both for the reasons that you'd probably expect, and also because I don't think people necessarily remember, but the first Magic Mike film, in addition to having, you know, visually entertaining components, was also a relatively serious and kind of dark film. These are all directed by Steven Soderbergh, who you know, won the Academy Award for Best Director for Traffic, which I have my own thoughts on. But he also is the director of Aaron Brockovich and Behind the Candelabra and Sex, Lies, and Videotape. So it's, you know, he is a serious dramatic director. Uh, uh, Ocean's Eleven, that's a little bit more of a comedy, but either way, you know. So the first one did interweave and balance these more, you know, widely commercially, I guess, entertaining moments with a darker storyline. I think as the trilogy has progressed, it has gotten lighter and lighter. Magic Mike XXL was really more about the entertainment aspect and more and more about the choreography. So by the time we get to Magic Mike's Last Dance, I feel like with this one, they were maybe trying to reinfuse a little bit more of the plot driven stuff versus the kind of oh we got to get to the show and perform and and structurally these films are all very the same you know what you're gonna get you're gonna get the dancing you're gonna get the you know abs basically you're gonna get a lot of abs in this one they've introduced an additional component they've introduced Salma Hayek who I love Uh, she plays a billionaire who wants to fund a project and decides that Channing Tatum's Magic Mike is the person to spearhead it it's you know it's it's a little honestly Some of it is a bit of a reverse pretty woman, which I didn't hate, but I think they were like, yeah, we're going to be empowered and feminist by having Salma Hayek in it, or at least having a female lead be an important component. And the other ones have had female characters, but I think the challenge with the way they've represented her is that it does feel a little on the nose or surface level or or one to maybe two dimensional in terms of how she's representing her needs. They don't go as deep as I would like them to in terms of making her a more fully formed character. She's in some ways a character and partially because I think she's a billionaire and all this you know but by the same token I think she's fine in it you know uh this one is really a lot more about the dancing but is trying to bring in those plot components I don't know if those are the most successful parts so I will say I have to review this movie from two different perspectives one is just as a movie no it is not the strongest of the three in fact actually I think it might be the weakest of the three Just because, you know, the first one is more about the drama. The second one is just the pure entertainment value by trying to split the difference. I don't know if this is going to... Well, I mean, people who are going to enjoy the other two are going to enjoy this anyway. I want to be very clear about that. But as a movie, you know, and plot perspective and character development and all this, no, there was room to improve. However, from a viewing audience member experience. And I will say, you know, this is going to depend on the audience you go with. I was with a very rowdy crowd who were effectively treating it like it was actually Magic Mike live in front of us. And I honestly, I was having such a bad day and it was just such a good time. There were points where I could not tell if the clapping was from the audio mix of the movie or from the actual theater that I was in. That's how loud and either that or the audio in the theater was really, really great. But so I think that actually made me enjoy the film more because the enthusiasm of the people around me just having a really great time made me feel 
you know, because there's two ways you can go with it, right? You can get really curmudgeonly and be like, oh, everyone needs to stop talking, blah, 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 or you can just roll with it. And I think if you're willing to roll with it and your audience is into it and you go and prepare for that, you're actually going to have a really good time. So as a viewing experience with other people around, I actually rated it a five out of five. However, like I said, as a film uh, you know, and if let's say you are not with the most lively of audiences or this is not, well, if this is not your cup of tea, you won't see it. But if you are just evaluating it from that perspective, no, I think that the characters uh, and the development of them, like I said, not the most unique journey. And that's not to say that everyone has to have the most unique journey. And I'm going to, I can't believe I'm going to caveat this, but Salma Hayek, Channing Tatum, both very attractive and sexy people. I don't know if their couple's chemistry is always th- as great as it could be I feel like you know there's a couple moments where I was like oh yes and then sometimes I think they're both trying their best but there's a naturalness to it that is a little bit missing that's not to say it's going to detract from it but I wasn't just like oh yeah I could definitely see these two going for it in real life but you know I don't think it was so much so that it distracted from the film itself but there I I, I also don't know who else I cast in this but I could have seen that if they had a even more passionate romantic chemistry that it would have plussed it up I did sort of miss the crew from the other films, you know, the other dancers. Uh, Channing Tatum is really the only primary one to return for this one. I think the the sort of camaraderie between them brings a lot of the humor to it. And I think, again, for this one, they were trying to skew towards more situational humor and more of it arising from the sort of eliteness of her life, which I don't know if is as accessible to folks. There's also, of course, the, you know, the socioeconomic barriers between them. And, and I, I think it wants to potentially delve into some of these topics, but it just doesn't bother to finish going there because it's like oh yeah and now a dance sequence the dancing itself obviously great I think for me at least the dancers in this felt a little restrained I think they actually hired like very professional dancers and so part of this and I'm not spoiling anything but they put on a show and I think a lot of this stems from them having now put on Magic Mike Live in Vegas and so you know the dancers are not necessarily it's 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 more about like the technical execution of it and yes there are you know moments where they dance for people and things like that but I felt like I felt like it was more of a performance versus actual like chemistry between people and and trying to generate that and so again uh, for lack of a better word still sexiness happening but I didn't feel like as impassioned by it but clearly the audience around me did and so I, I still was entertained by it is what I'll say it's more of an appreciation for the technical mastery of it than being like "Ooh, that's sexy yeah but that's just me you know what I, I would not be surprised if plenty of people out there are like yeah get it on so I think at the end of the day if you were a fan of Magic Mike XXL This is going to be fine. This is going to be great. You're going to have a good time. You know, again, bring your friends, have a a hoot and a holler at it. If you were not a fan of either of the films, this is definitely not going to be it for you. If you were a fan of the first Magic Mike, but not XXL for some reason, I don't think this is going to do enough to course correct it back towards the first one. If you are not a fan of this at all, it's exactly what it presents itself to be. So don't bother. Like, I'm not going to try and convince you that, oh, yeah, it was so good that you have to go see this. The original Magic Mike, yes, I, I would try and convert people to. But this one, I'm like, no, that's fine. Use your best judgment. At the end of the day, again, balancing the experience I had in a theater as an audience member with a riled up group and the actual film on screen, Overall, I'm going to give it a 3.2 out of 5. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. And then the other thing I have this week is the first half of the latest season of You on Netflix. And actually kind of similar to Magic Mike's Last Dance, 
I feel like the show has lost its chemistry and potentially its drive. Like I, I know it's based on books and I don't know how many books there are in the series, but I feel like it is certainly losing steam. And I understand that Netflix is compelled to keep making them because it's a global phenomenon and it does well. But even the last season, I was not as compelled by, but I did think there were some interesting things about having a counterbalance to him and his wife and, you know, a female equivalent of the Joe character and Penn Badgley. And, but this season is, it certainly requires you to have seen the previous ones at this point, but then it also completely transports into a new area. And it's set in Britain this time. And it's with, again, a bunch of elite folks who, uh, you know, Joe is an outsider and, and, of course, falls into more zaniness. By zaniness, I mean murder-related things. But I think part of the challenge, one, it was trying to poke fun at its own genre because it has, this season, I hope this is not a spoiler, this season is effectively a whodunit, but then it's disparaging of whodunits. Like, the you know, the actual content of it is poking fun at whodunits. It's like, what? you can't make fun of the thing that you are doing and also not do it well. I had the same issue with a film called See How They Run last year where it did almost the exact same thing where it was like, oh, you know, in that scenario, it was there was a writer writing a screenplay about murders and whodunits or, or, you know, maybe it was a playwright, but either way, and then they were making fun of that, but also not doing a whodunit well. So again, if you're going to poke fun at something about how bad it is, but you're also following the formula, you better be so good at what you're doing that we're willing to overlook that as opposed to calling out your own hypocrisy. And then, you know, again, talking about chemistry, I think in the first season there was some. I don't actually remember. It's been so long, but I I feel like it's gotten more and more diluted each time. And at this point, I'm just like, we're phoning it in. I also think not to spoil anything, but a lot of things, they, they are getting lazy with how much they telegraph things ahead of time. And part of the fun of a whodunit is wanting to figure out who did it. And so if we very clearly know from the beginning, or at least I got a sense from the beginning what was going on here, and then you also are not doing anything creative in between, I don't, you know, I, what's the point of watching? So I watched the entire thing. I will fully admit that because it just is an easy background watch. But I get the sense I might be tapping out after this. But, you know, if you are a super fan, it's very similar-ish to other seasons we got. Although, again, the, the whodunit component is a new factor that I don't know if they're executing well on. But more power to it if you want to keep watching. But if you had already felt on the fence after the last season, it might be time to skip it. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.